we just thought, well, we'll carry on. Because just picked up the controls of the Xbox and started playing a bit of Doom. So this is the latest version of Doom. So we'll probably just chat around the, the game, plus games in general, things we're looking forward to. Old consoles, old platforms that we've played games on. Um, I myself am Binatone and ZX Spectrum trained. Commodore VIC-20, that's my background. Shall I tell you what I found in a job the other day, mate? What's that? A Commodore disc version of Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder? What would have that been on? Would that have been on the Amiga? Yeah, Commodore Amiga, that was it. Well, Still in its box, still in, I'd say, probably 80% quality condition. That's an eBay job. Because I, I, um, the VIC-20 always stands out for me because you could get an expansion pack to its internal 3K of memory. 3K? 3K. Wow, 3K. Back then, that was definitely way up there. Question is, mate, what the hell is that? So think about all the different consoles you've had or games machines. What's your um, top three consoles or... Uh, home PC or anything along those lines I mean that's difficult top three I mean really and truthfully I mean I've come up through quite a lot of the consoles I mean ZX Spectrum is going to be probably one of the earliest forms of gaming for me yeah Sega Mega Drive yeah great console I'll probably say one of the more modern consoles that I really enjoyed and I still think has some of the best games ever, PlayStation 2. Yeah. Xbox 360 stood up for me. That was, I think it's because that's where achievements, score whoring came from. Yeah. So just to give people an idea, people are listening to this particular show... I've got a pretty reasonably big game score. I've got over 110,000 achievements on Xbox. But I feel a bit like um, uh, like an amateur here, because how many achievements have you got? I think at the weekend I managed to get it up to 212,120. I mean, I can't... It's just a. I mean, that's double. That must, it's, it's double my. It's nearly double my score. I think a lot of it is perseverance, and I like to get my money's worth out of games if I can. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's always been the trait for 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 you in particular in playing games. I will be. I'm a. I'm the type of gamer who. Plays it, completes it. If I don't find all the tricks or the secrets of every game that I ever get, I'm not too fussed. However, um, I will... Let's not say I won't try or anything on those lines. <coughs> if it's a game that I really get into, then I tend to be very much a completist. So things like Fallout, Skyrim, I really get into those games. And I know they take a lot of time and a big, a big commitment. But I get quite engrossed into the story. 
and then there's other games which I know I should spend time playing um, such as the recent Halo should have done more with Halo 5 um, I, I do think Halo 5 bit hit and miss I have completed it but because I really enjoyed Halo 4 and I mean another prime example is I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that I have a PS4 and an Xbox One, but I <coughs> I don't really play on my PlayStation very much, which I will su- surprise a lot of people because I know it's the preferred console. But I just I think the Xbox One's caught it up quite a lot recently. Yeah. The backwards compatibility on Xbox One is reasonably good if it's a bit of a bodge fix around. Yeah. But what was really, really clever for Xbox is if you digitally purchase games on Xbox 360, they're all there straight away, there's available to you. I think so that... as soon as you do that, you're automatically giving yourself a massive advantage over your competition. Yeah, I think that's... A good strategy from Xbox. I mean, I think a lot for me, I I think people shun Nintendo. Yeah. And I think they're fools for doing it. For the simple fact, I don't think any of the gaming industry would be here if Nintendo hadn't brought out the NES. Because the gaming industry was basically destroyed. They oh. bring out the Nintendo gets people back into gaming. I think it saved US gaming. I don't think it saved British gaming. We didn't... The NES wasn't widely available in the UK. Um, As far as I can remember, we were more of a Spectrum, Commodore 64 generation, and consoles really sort of came to the fore with the Master System, which wasn't a massive seller. And then with one of my personal favourite consoles of all time, the Sega Mega Drive, or the Genesis, as people in the US or elsewhere in other um, countries may know it. It was so rich and so varied in terms of games that it had, and I was a massive Street Fighter Two fan. It came out on Mega Drive. The sound was never as good as the SNES Super Nintendo version. Um, SNES I think Americans call it rather than SNES but it's such such a cool both of them were really fantastic consoles but what I didn't like about the SNES is the control pad I found it so uncomfortable but if you look at the SNES controller and then look at the PS1 controller there's obvious uh, connections between the two I think for me the next best console that or games machine that I ever had was was funny enough um, my spectrum I mean I I wouldn't go back because you end up with a bit of rose tinted view but it had one of my favourite games ever on it called Rockstar at my hamster which is a ludicrous title right mate need to ask how uh, uh, have you got a BFG here yeah press Y press Y quality and we're not talking about a big friendly giant. Definitely some more ammo for the BFGs just to your left. 
that's where you need that. Also on Mega Drive, one of my favourite games is uh, one called Ranger X. Really cool title. Um, quite innovative. Basically you were a super soldier but you also had a vehicle and you could send your vehicle off. Another game that I really liked on Mega Drive was Forgotten Worlds. Fantastic two player oh, game. Died again. <laughs> Fantastic two player game. Um, I'd love to see a updated version of that. I think it was really, really good. But I think the next leap forward, I did own a Nintendo 64, and although it was a solid machine, the lack of titles. So, okay, you had a really great Zelda game on it, and you had GoldenEye on it, and you had one of my favourite games ever in Mario 64 on it, but you kind of run out of titles. So I moved over to PlayStation 1, and it was so rich in content. There's so many games to play on it, from Resident Evil onwards, Tekken. Oh, Tekken, great, great series. I think the thing for me, that you and I are different to a lot of people. I mean, you have Xbox camp, PlayStation camp. We don't really care. No. If it's a quality game, doesn't matter what console it's on. I mean, obviously for us, I mean, you've got like Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Jack and Daxter. Some of the great platforms, 3D platformers. Then obviously you've got Halo. Uncharted, we don't like to rule out a game just because of the console it's on. And I think that's the thing. When you look at Nintendo and the SNES, NES and um, Mega Drive, you can actually go back and play those games and still thoroughly enjoy them. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Super Mario but I think quite a few of the games nowadays they don't hold up quite as well as the old classics do a lot of the old games were rock hard I mean like properly solid you might play Sonic the Hedgehog and you might complete it but you lost your life there, there were no save points no you're out Whole lives level. that's it Whole game over Ugh, dead Again. Sucks. Mind you, there are there are games that do like to test your patience, like trying to get one of the hardest achievements on Dead Space Two, where you only get three saves for the entire game. Yeah. In terms of bringing me into online gaming. I mean, I was fortunate enough to have a PlayStation 3 and an Xbox 360, but the initial PlayStation I, PlayStation 3 I was not. I found hugely disappointed, particularly after PlayStation 2. And the Xbox 360 is such a solid console, but I think then what's happened is as PlayStation's got better it's forcing Xbox gets better and I think as a person who enjoys playing games it's really really important 
that they are both good because you want that bit of competition. And I think the, one of the announcements that I read and heard about today from IGN is that cross-play. So you're going to have Xbox cross-play and it doesn't matter whether you're a PC gamer or an Xbox gamer. You buy it on one format and you get it on the other, which I think is phenomenally clever, which also indicates that the software update that we're bound to see shortly must be some kind of Windows 10 variant. See, these are all cool futuristic weapons, but just give me a sniper rifle. So what's some of your favourite games of all time? You don't necessarily have to name. I'm not going to say, like, do a top five or a top ten, because I just don't see the point with games. If you love, if you love the game, you love the game. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VII. That is a epic epic game with lots of gameplay hours um i love zelda's um resident evil early ones definitely resident evil 2 and 3 modern warfare the original modern warfare i think the thing for me with modern warfare is it did redefine the shooter in a way yeah. Because obviously the multiplayer was great and you had, like we've always discussed, pros and cons. If you wanted to be a bit more powerful, that was okay, but you lost your health. You wanted a bit more health, that was okay, but you lost your firepower. The thing is, I find with a lot of the COD players now... Yeah, you've got people who love them, and they are good games. They're just, but they're just rehash. Well, I would love to see in a lot of games is more co-op, playing with your mates, like the division. But for me, bit of a letdown from what I thought it was going to be. I do enjoy Grand Theft Auto, but. I'm not into into them too much because for me once you've played Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5 pretty much they do run into a lot of the same territory Yeah. although I do like some of the characters in Grand Theft Auto 5 because they do make you laugh and they are nuts um, I do enjoy a good platformer yeah Super Mario uh, 3D um, like we were saying earlier like Jack and Daxter um, Spyro some of the early games like that and predominantly do like shooting games I am currently playing Star Wars, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. I am really enjoying it. It's really comical. Trouble is, I do play Lego games because they do add to my game score quite easily. What about you? Yeah, I think if I was to go through some of my favourites, I mentioned it before, Rockstar Ate My Hamster, Ranger X and Street Fighter, both on uh, Mega Drive. 
there's also a big um, Forgotten Worlds um, on PlayStation on PS One, Metal Gear Solid the original. Very good game. Um, I really liked Resident Evil Two, Three, and a massive, massive fan of Resident Evil Four. I think that's probably. With, I think 2 and 4 are the pinnacle and for different reasons because I think 2 nailed the fixed point story um, game introduced Leon who's not actually my favourite character in the game my favourite character is Chris Redfield uh, Gears of War particularly Gears of War 2 um, a couple of other sort of hidden games. Virtua Fighter 2 was fantastic on Sega Saturn. I don't know if it's a hidden... Uh, Sega Rally Championship. I do like my driving games. I think I used to be massively into Gran Turismo. But having played both, Forza is better, but neither of them are better than Project Gotham Racing for... That is the best driving game ever. And if I was in Grand Theft Auto, but in particular, Vice City is my favourite Grand Theft Auto game. I think it's hilarious. I died again. <laughs> um, it, it picks up a riffs a lot on the eighties stuff. It basically took Grand Theft Auto Three, which was totally revolutionary, and just took it to the next level. I prefer it to San Andreas, which I think got a bit too carried away with a couple of things. Grand Theft Auto 4 was too serious, whereas 5 brought it a little bit closer to what it was. And I think they had to pull it back a bit because Saints Row 3 and 4 were great fun. Saints Row 3 in particular was really good. 4 was just a fantastic over-the-top little blaster. I struggle with driving games <clears throat> just because I suck at them unless they have in a way burnout in the title yeah I've got like burnout I love burnout because really and truthfully you don't have to be a great driver to excel at burnout especially burnout is it burnout revenge that the that the one that was on um, PS2 and then was on Xbox 360 yeah because you can just go around, knock cars off the road, not be great, and still win. The biggest challenge I have with games at this particular moment in time is when you've got a lot of the content added as DLC and it's actually on the disc, I find that really annoying. I think it's an absolute cop-out. I mean, I've paid in a lot of cases, 50, 60 pounds for a title. I expect to have all the content available to me straight away. For me, I do feel gypped by DLC. You pay 40, 50 quid for a game, then you have to pay 40, 50 quid for a season pass. It does annoy you a little bit as a gamer who might be true to a lot of franchises. I think what makes it worse as well is that 
you get a lot of DLC, but they're, they're going to release a new version of it, like, in less than 12 months' time. Prime example of that is the Call of Duty series. Battlefield's slightly less, but FIFA, why, why would I pay a load of money to get some additional bits? Now, I suppose these could be players who only play those games and they don't buy any other titles. Okay. But I still just find it really odd that that's what you... They think that that's acceptable, game developers. And I know that these games cost a lot of money to develop, but I'd much rather have a game that doesn't look quite as polished but has amazing gameplay and costs... 10 or 15 pounds less to buy. I walked into that one. Yeah, got completely gutted as well. I think for me as well, one of the games that I would love to see a sequel to, Bulletstorm. Funny Bullet as Storm. hell, Carnage, great game, the original Bulletstorm. Innovative as well because it took it did things slightly differently with shooting, didn't it? Definitely. I find now that a lot of games companies, I know they have to play it safe, but by playing it safe, also you're not really testing gamers. Playing it safe, you do run the risk of alienating some of your core gamers. And it's like we said, you've got great franchises in the Call of Duty sections and Battlefield. But people do get bored. God almighty, this bloody bus is so annoying. Ugh. But for you, what do you think that games developers should focus on or really need to do to keep you drawn in? For me, it's, it's, it has to be about playability. And I think that what's happened is Games have fallen into a similar trap to some movies. Some movies because you're tending to see a lot of the same stuff produced again and again and again. And you're not getting you're looking for surefire hits. The problem with that is is that you lose out on the innovation. You don't get as many risks because you can't afford to you can't afford to lose money. I think developers focusing on playability of a game. How is that title going to interact? What does it mean for the player? Are they likely to be playing it in three or six months' time? Do I automatically need to rush out and get into focus on developing lots and lots of sequels? And I think they just can't afford to take that risk based on the sheer budgets that they spend. But I think that's probably why the indie scene is, is growing at the rate that it is doing. Although that massive stress to the individuals who are creating games in that space. Just a quick question, mate. Yeah. 
did you have any ammo for that? No. But miraculously, you managed to get some. Oh, that's complete. That was the last boss. Hey. There we go. Another hundred, hundred and twenty-five. So that brings our little gaming conversation to an end. Just a little bit of a bonus there. If we get a chance, we might um, do a few more of these in the future. Just depends on how long the movies are that we're watching. But thanks for listening.